0: Uh, so glad that you joined us again today as we complete uh, the 17th chapter, Lord willing, of the book of Jeremiah. I do have a brand new postcard from my uh, new friend, Daniel Yeager from New Mexico. Uh, Daniel, you and I were together last week when I was able to preach out there in Rio Rancho, uh, New Mexico, just outside of Albuquerque. And Daniel listens to the podcast and was such an encouragement to me. Beautiful, beautiful country uh, there in New Mexico. So thanks for the postcard. Thanks most of all for the new friendship. We are in Jeremiah 17, and look, if you would, at verse number 19. So I think I said uh, last episode that we would take some time to talk about the Sabbath day, specifically. And how God used the Sabbath day as really an example of the way by which God's people were breaking the whole law and ignoring the whole law and ignoring God himself. Look at uh, Jeremiah 17 and verse number 19, where it says, Thus said the Lord unto me, Go and stand in the gate of the children of the people, whereby the kings of Judah come in, and by the which they go out, and in all the gates of Jerusalem. Interesting that the Lord has already told Jeremiah to do this. Remember several chapters ago when God said, Jeremiah, go stand in the gate, and as people come in and out, I want you to give them this particular message, almost like a street preacher, almost as if to say, you're not going to get the word of God in the normal places, so I'm going to give it to you as you're coming in to worship, as you're coming in to do the feigned religious things that you're doing. But is it not interesting here in verse number 19 that the Lord here tells Jeremiah, go to the gate where the kings, where the leaders, where the authorities of the nation, where they go in and out. Because the message that I have for you is a message primarily for them. Because as goes the leadership of any institution— So eventually goes all the people. So whether that be true in government, as it is here, or in church, or in the home, you show me the direction of a mom or dad, I'll I'll show you the direction of that family, right? And so, Jeremiah, go stand in the gate and speak this word to the leadership. Now, what word was it? Look at verse number 20. And they say unto them, hear ye... And say unto them, I should say, Hear ye the word of the Lord, ye kings of Judah, and all Judah, and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem that enter in by these gates. So it wasn't that other people did not come in and out of that gate. They did. But Jeremiah, I want you to preach this message from the top down. That's really the idea from the top down. Preach this to the kings, preach this to the leadership. Preach this to everybody because eventually everybody should be aware of this message anyway. What what is this message that is so important that God has told uh, Jeremiah, get to the gate, preach this message as people come in and out and make sure the leadership hears it. Verse number 21, thus saith the Lord. So here's the message. Thus saith the Lord, take heed to yourselves. Why? Because so often In life, the problem is not something way out there. Don't look out the window. That's not where the problem is. No, typically, the problem in our life is a problem that's right in here, in our own lives, in our own heart. The Apostle Paul said to Timothy, Take heed unto thyself and to the doctrine, continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Timothy, Sometimes the greatest hindrance in ministry is the hindrance of yourself. And here, the Lord is inspiring Jeremiah to go preach this message to say to people, listen, the problem is you. It's not something out there. It's not the, it's not the economy. It's not the foreign entity uh, like Egypt or Babylonia. No, it, the problem is in your own heart, in your own lack of obedience to God. So here in verse 21, thus saith the Lord, take heed to yourselves and bear no burden on the Sabbath day, nor bring it in by the gates of Jerusalem. So if Jeremiah were preaching this on the Sabbath day, that would be a kind of a double, a double judgment or have a, a double weight to the message. Why? Because there were certain laws on the Sabbath day about bearing burdens. And yet what was happening in the nation of Judah is people were totally disregarding the law of God, including the Sabbath day. And they didn't view the Sabbath day as being any different than any other day. They were very lax about its stipulations and they were bearing their burden. They were doing work. They were even entering in and out of the city, totally ignoring the Sabbath day laws. And what Jeremiah said is, stop. Get back to honoring the Lord on the Sabbath day, and that begins by not bearing these burdens. You might think, well, what's the big deal? I mean, there are laws that are more important than that law. There are issues that are probably more more pressing than just bearing a burden on the the Sabbath day. Why this one law, uh, Jeremiah, is to preach? Why why this one issue? And I think what we'll see is because— The Sabbath day as a practice really symbolized the way by which we prioritize God all the time, the way by which we ought to honor God all the time, Uh, the way by which our week ought to be geared all the time. So verse number 22, neither carry a burden out of your houses on the Sabbath day, neither do any work, but hallow, It means honor. Ye, the Sabbath day, as I commanded your fathers. No, you need to come back to a day when you do nothing but focus upon me. You're not focused upon the bottom line. You're not focused upon your work. You're not focused upon anything other than your relationship with me. I often remind people that when God created the world, He did so in six days. We know this. And then on the seventh day, he rested. So the Sabbath day was instituted by the Lord at the very beginning, that there would be that day of rest, one out of seven where man would not work, but like the Lord, do the work in six days, rest on the seventh day. Now, keep this in mind though, and this is so important. What day, on what day, did God create man? Well, he created man on the sixth day. What day is the Sabbath day? The seventh day. So is it not interesting that the very first full day that man was on the earth was the Sabbath day? So yes, it is the seventh day in the sense that God worked all week long. But the point is that for man, The first day, the priority day was the Sabbath day. The very first day he was alive and created on planet earth was a Sabbath day, a day to spend with God alone, a day to honor God alone, a day not to work, a day to see that it is God that ultimately does the work and we need to find our rest in him. You see, when we find our rest in him, then our work has context When we find our rest in Him, our work has productivity. Whether that be letting the field rest every seventh year or just practicing physical rest every seventh day, it makes all of our other work exponentially more effective. We know that. There have been studies done on that. But it's much bigger than that. And what's bigger about that is the fact that rest and the Sabbath rest is all embodied by and typified by the Lord Jesus Christ. So remember the the teaching of the the writer of Hebrews, and that is that we find our rest in our Messiah. Jesus is the fulfillment of Sabbath rest, and we find our rest in him, rest from our work. Uh, Our work could never accomplish for us our salvation. And so we rest in him. We rest in his finished work. That's what man did right? He rested that first day in the finished work of God in creation. What do we do? We rest in Christ. Why? Because he finished the work of our salvation. That's the point. And so the Sabbath day is so much bigger than don't carry this or don't walk this many steps, or keep all of these laws. No, the point is, it's much bigger because it represents the rest that we have in Jesus alone. Look at verse number 23. But this is the response of the people to Jeremiah's gate side message. But they obeyed not, neither inclined their ear, but made their neck stiff. Have you ever tried to talk to a rebellious toddler and you grab his head and you try to turn his head? Look at me, look at me. and try to turn his head toward you and he just won't. That's a stiff neck. The Bible says that's the way God's people are to me. Uh, They've made their neck stiff that they might not hear nor receive instruction. Quickly now, verse 24. And it shall come to pass if ye diligently hearken unto me, saith the Lord, to bring in no burden, through the gates of this city on the Sabbath day. But hallow the Sabbath day, to do no work there, therein. Then shall there enter into the gates of the city kings and princes sitting upon the throne of David, riding in chariots and on horses, they and their princes, the men of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and this city shall remain forever. In other words, your your the, the promise of future blessing is contingent upon you honoring me. The promise of future blessing for you as leaders, for your prosperity, is you honoring me. And it begins by putting me first, i.e. the Sabbath day. Verse number 26, and they shall come from the cities of Judah and from the places about Jerusalem and from the land of Benjamin and from the plain and from the mountains, from the south, bring in other words, from everywhere and bring burnt offerings and sacrifices, and meat offerings, and incense, and bringing sacrifices of praise. It's not just a a perfunctory outside obedience thing, but there's coming a day when people will come from everywhere through these very gates and will offer praise to God unto the house of the Lord. That's the point. The point is that the Sabbath day is more than the multifarious laws that apply to it in the Old Testament. No, it's the Sabbath day principle that we put God first, that we honor him most, that we find our rest in him. And one day, Jerusalem will be uh, the place of the rule and reign of Jesus, the ultimate son of David. And you and I will go there, and we will walk through gates like these, and we will praise God. Why? Because Jesus is the embodiment of our Sabbath. Verse number 27. But if you will not hearken, here's the warning. But if you will not hearken unto me to hallow the Sabbath day and not to bear a burden, even entering at the the gates of Jerusalem on the Sabbath day, then God says, I will kindle a fire in the gates thereof. It shall devour the palaces of Jerusalem and it shall not be quenched. Is it not interesting that in the verses we read today, verses 19 through 27, that the Lord is even still offering hope to his people, if you'll just put me first. Now, were there other areas that they needed to get right? Absolutely. But what's interesting is when you just make the big decision, I'm going to put God first. I'm going to get back to my private, personal, regular worship of God. That's what the Sabbath was. For us in today's Context, I'm just going to get back to his word. I'm going to get back on my knees. I'm going to get back to my prioritization of God in my life. What happens is when you get that big rock in your life first, all the other things begin to take care of themselves. Sometimes what keeps us from repentance is there's a million things wrong with my life, there's a million things that need to be changed. And that's probably true. But the point is, Come back to God by making one big step first. And that is just put him in his rightful place in your life through his word, through prayer. Honor him first. And while you put that big rock in first, all the other things begin to take care of themselves. What a great principle for us here in Jeremiah chapter 17. Really excited about jumping into our next chapter. It's really familiar. I think you'll see it, but uh, we'll have to wait on that. We'll see you next time. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.